Kia ora, you're with The House, I'm Johnny Blades. Today is the beginning of the last three sitting weeks of the 53rd Parliament. They'll be busy weeks because the government still has a lot it wants to finish before the House rises. The shadow leader of the House, Nationals Michael Woodhouse, gave me this rundown on how this week will play out. The government indicated that we would take extended hours, so there would be um, four hours of extra time this week. They've obviously determined that the amount of business that they want to get through before the House lifts for the election is more than the hours available. So they're um, taking urgency, which means rather than uh, finishing at 10 uh, p.m. Uh, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we could go right through until midnight uh, and, of course, be back at the House uh, 9 a.m. the next morning. That has some implications for select committees who are also trying to tidy up uh, work before the House rises. Uh, House uh, select committees rather generally can't meet while the House is sitting. Uh, that's been a long-standing convention without the leave of the members. Uh, generally opposition parties don't provide that leave. So yeah, we've got a big program. We've got the end of the water services entities three bills, the trilogy of bills. We've got the third one coming through. We've got the end of the RMA reform bills uh, with third readings of those two pieces of legislation. We've got some taxation, some climate change and some sport and recreation bills as well, among others. So it's going to be a long week. And you mentioned among those bills down on the list for under urgency, right at the top is one of those water bills, Water Services Entities Amendment Bill. The committee stage of that, will there be some filibustering? Well, we have tried to take what I call a Goldilocks approach to uh, the Committee of the Whole. Not too short, not too long. There's some really important technical elements of that and some proposals for changes that parties want to make. They were unsuccessful in select committee and they'll be commending them in the committee of the whole. I don't consider that to be filibustering and indeed the ministers have actually actively participated in the examination of the bill. I think that's taken longer than the leader of the house would like in respect of the RMA reform bills and that's I think driving his decision to take urgency. But this is a really important part of the bill's passage so I don't consider it to be filibustering at all. And indeed the presiding officers uh, keep a weather eye on those things to ensure that if it does feel as though that it's not central to the technical aspects of the bill, they will accept closure motions and move on. Uh, they didn't do that two weeks ago when we were, we were considering the RMA reform bill, so I think that was good, robust debate. So there are all these bills under urgency, but you'll be dipping in and out because there's valedictory statements that get underway this week, really, don't they? That's right. There's a good number of uh, MPs who have decided to retire from Parliament, and those valedictories start this afternoon with three Labour MPs. I think there's another couple of Labour MPs on uh, Thursday afternoon. And next week, the four retiring National MPs will have their valedictories on the 23rd of August. That's a Wednesday, I think. A couple of things about that. Firstly, valedictories are important certainly to the people who are giving them. It's a period of reflection on their time here in Parliament, what they've achieved. Uh, often you hear a bit of political philosophy coming out. Uh, in my experience, MPs tend to be slightly more strident about those things on the way out the door than yeah, they do, do you ever are. wonder, like, why didn't you say this earlier? Yes, and I won't name the people who I thought that of, but uh, that's often the way. But, you know, look, politics is a hurry-up-and-wait sort of a... a, a vocation. There are many things that individuals would like to do, but um, that they haven't been able to for a number of reasons. And I think it's it's interesting to hear from them about their, their perspectives. 
but also the valedictories are designed in a way that supporters and family members uh, can come and listen. It's a big moment for them. And so they tend to be grouped uh, geographically, for example, or by party. So today it's Labour's turn and we're hearing from, um, from three MPs. I'm looking forward to, uh, to hearing what they've got to say. Before all of that gets underway, of course, before urgency and so forth, actually you've got to complete the budget stuff, the estimates debate, is that right? Yes. A central part of the budget examination by select committees is what they call uh, the estimates debate. It's 11 hours long and um, it dives quite deeply into the sorts of things that the government has or has not provided funding for. We've been doing that for a few weeks now and we've got about two and a half hours to go, so that should end this week. What's interesting as we come to the end of that debate is that the proportionality of the time of that 11 hours is split around parties. But of course ministers have to do a lot of the replying and so that comes off Labor's time mostly, a little bit of the Greens' time of course. So we now have a situation where with about two and a half hours to go, only 30 minutes of that time is allocated to Labour. So we could have um, a slightly odd situation where in the last hour and a half of that there's a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. It seems a little odd but that's one of the features of the estimates debate. Uh, We'll try and make that as interactive as possible right through to the end and that's the important sort of negotiation process between the leader and shadow leader and, and the business committee. But at this stage it could well be that we taper off to the end of that debate without much coming from the ministers. That was Michael Woodhouse, Opposition MP and Shadow Leader of the House. Wrapping up this edition of The House, produced with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Thanks for joining us. Matewa.